0: So it is 4 a.m. in the morning, and I just walked to the office. Had a little bit of light insomnia, and uh, thought, hey, let's read uh, the Samson story. What a great story to start your day off. I think I'm gonna finish the whole thing too. I think it's chapters 13 through 16 of Judges. We'll see. We'll see. I'm just getting situated in my office. Go make some coffee. Uh, it's Wednesday morning so I usually have uh, do the bible study but I, I haven't been going to that lately a very good friend does it and it's great but by the time I get back it's like 7.40 and your mom's done all the work and it's just it's really hard and I have to deal with not deal but you know, your mom is kind of in a bad mood because she's been yelling at you kids the whole time well, that's that's not good for me. <laughs> you know. um, so I'm gonna go with this. It's Bible study. Uh, so. Making my caramel vanilla coffee. It is amazing. I think I have a coca-cola in the fridge which I'm going to drink after my coffee. And yes, I did. So, Samson's a story you kids are going to... Hang on, let me just read some stuff. I'm sure you kids are going to hear about ad nauseum being raised in the church. And a lot of pastors get it wrong. And I'll tell you why later, but people always concentrate on the the supernatural version, or not version, but part of the story. And that's, it's an important part, but it's not the only part. And they concentrate on uh, Delilah, who like constantly tempts him. And that's an important part, that's not the only part. it's not the part to run away with and be like, oh, well, women are seductresses, can't be trusted. Not, not a, again, not the only part. One of the things that bothers me about Samson is not the story, but how youth pastors bastardize it and use it. Uh, more times than not, when I was in the youth ministry, you would hear youth leaders comment about girls' outfits, about how they're they're inappropriate and inappropriately tempting the boys there. I, and I I would stand up to these guys and say, "Well, I'll tell your boys not to walk, not to look." And they'll like, go, oh, "How can we stop them?" It's like, "Well, you can." It's a sin for them. My dad would always say that looking once is okay, but looking twice is a sin. I think my dad was wrong on that. I think looking once with lustful eyes was wrong. But uh, he would always say that. Uh, So I many times these new little girls would show up to the youth ministry. It's a high school ministry. And they would be told by... Le- female leaders, hey, what you're wearing is not okay. Like on the first day they met them, you know, these are little girls, maybe from broken homes or from homes that don't understand proper attire, or maybe these were the only clothes they had, and now they're being told at a place of what's supposed to be love, you can't be here. What you're being, what you're doing is wrong, and then we would never see them again. And. I don't want that judgment on me, on my life. Luckily, the pastor of our church, who, who was the youth pastor, put a stop to that immediately. I think he heard one or two people doing that, and he said, no, we, we can't do that. I mean, you, you cannot do that. We have to open everything, open our ministry with love, and then later on instruct. I was very fortunate that we, had a lead. <clears throat> we have a leader like that. So I don't want you guys to take away from Samson, the story of Samson, that women can't be trusted and they're all seductresses and you need to be aware of the, the, the women's intentions. It's an important role. It's an important part of the story. But I think that the overall broader spectrum... Of the story of Samson. um, Is that. And you're going to hear about Delilah. Over and over again trying to do stuff. To to trap Samson for the Philistines. But. I think what you guys should take away from Samson. Is. That. People. Are always going to show you who they are. Try and be wise enough. To have them show you. The first time Samson was told multiple times through Delilah's actions, what she was like multiple times and the idiot just kept indulging her probably because she was hot. The Bible says, I think the Bible says she was attractive. We'll see. I forget. So what I'll tell you is you guys are going to have relationships with the people for the rest of your life. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. And people don't show you through words, they show you through actions. So if someone showed you who they were by actions, by betraying you, or betraying a trust, or cheating on you, or lying to you, or abusing you, emotionally or physically, believe them, okay? Now, yeah, I on a second, I'm going to... Blow my nose. It's like the worst. (laughs) Also, if someone's abusing you physically, you're going to have to tell me. Hopefully I'm still around. I'm good with small spaces. I have no problem murdering for you guys. And you guys already knew that. Um, So, if someone's abusing you, you let me know. I don't care how how old I am. I have a lot of friends that owe me a lot of favors. So that being said, let me put my reading glasses on. All right. <clears throat> Chapter thirteen: The birth of Samson. Let's see. And the people of Israel again. Here we go. Again, did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Yeah. Inside the Lord, So the Lord gave them into the hand of the Philistines for 40 years. There was a certain man of Zorah of the tribe of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and had no children. The angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Behold, you are barren uh, and have not borne children, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Therefore be careful and drink no wine or strong drink and eat nothing unclean. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. No razor shall come upon his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb, and he shall begin, begin to save Israel from the hand of the Philistines. Then the woman came and told her husband, A man of God came to me, and his appearance was like the appearance of the angel of God. Very awesome. I did not ask him where he was from, and he did not tell me his name. But he said to me, Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. So then drink no wine or strong drink, and eat nothing unclean, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Then Manoah prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, please let the man of God whom you sent come again to us and teach us what we are to do with the child who will be born. And God listened to the voice of Manoah, and the angel of God came again to the woman as she sat in the field. But Manoah, excuse me, but Manoah her husband, was not with her. So the woman ran quickly and told her husband, Behold, the man who came to me the other day has appeared to me. And Manoah arose and went after his wife and came to the man and said to him, Are you the man who spoke to this woman? And he said, I am. And Manoah said, Now, when your words come true, what is to be the child's manner of life, and what is his mission? And the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, Of all that I said to the woman, let her be careful. She may not eat of anything that comes from the vine, neither let her drink wine or strong drink or eat anything unclean. All that I commanded her to let uh, let her observe. Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, Please let us detain you and prepare a young goat for you. And the angel of the Lord said to Manoah, If you detain me, I will not eat of your food. But if you prepare a burnt offering, then offer it to the Lord. For Manoah did not know that, that he was the angel of the Lord. Now remember, kids, I was telling you, the angel of the Lord is the pre- in, pre-human form of Jesus. That's what theologians believe. And I'll look up the, the site on that then. So really we're talking to Jesus before he came to earth <clears throat> as a human And Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, What is your name, so that when your words come true, we may honor you? And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful? Why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful? So Manoah took the young goat with the grain offering and offered it on the rock to the Lord, to the one who works wonders. And Manoah and his wife were watching. And when the flame went up toward the heaven from the altar, the angel of the Lord went up in the flame of the altar. Now Manoah and his wife were watching, and they fell on their faces to the ground. The angel of the Lord appeared no more to Manoah and to his wife. Then Manoah knew that he was the angel of the Lord. And Manoah said to his wife, We shall surely die, for we have seen God. But his wife said to him, If the Lord had meant to kill us, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and a grain offering at our hands, or shown us all these things, or now announced to us such things as these. And the woman bore a son and called his name Samson. And the young man grew, and the Lord blessed him, and the spirit of the Lord began to stir in him uh, stir him in Mahanadan, between Zorah and Ashtar. Samson went down to Timnah, and at Timnah he saw one of the daughters of the Philistines. Then he came up and told his father and mother, I saw one of the daughters of the Philistines at Timnah. Now get her for me as a wife, as my wife. But his father and mother said to him, Is there not a woman among the daughters of your relatives, or among all of our people that you must go to take a wife from, the uncircumcised Philistines? But Samson said to his father, Get her for me, for she is right in my eyes. His father and mother did not know that it was from the Lord, for he was seeking an opportunity against the Philistines. At that time, the Philistines ruled over Israel. Let me take a sip. And Samson went down with his father and mother to Timnah, and they came to the vineyards of Timnah. And behold, a young lion came toward him, roaring. Then the spirit of the Lord rushed upon him, and although he had nothing in his hand, he tore the lion to pieces in one, as one tears a young goat. But he did not tell his father or his mother uh, what he had done. Then he went down and talked to the woman, and she was right in Samson's eyes. I love how they say she was right in Samson's eyes. Obviously, Samson was attracted. After some days he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion, and behold, there was a swarm of bees in the body of the lion, and honey. was a weird noise outside. He scraped it out into his hands, and went on eating as he went. And he came to his father and mother, and gave some to them, and they ate. But he did not tell them that he had scraped the honey from the carcass of the lion. His father went down to the woman, and Samson prepared a feast there, for so the young men used to do. As soon as the people saw him, they brought thirty companions to be with him. And Samson said to them, Let me now put a riddle to you. If you could tell me what it is within the seven days of the feast and find it out, then I will give you thirty linen garments and thirty changes of clothes. But if you cannot tell me what it is, then you shall give me thirty linen garments and thirty changes of clothes. And they said to him, Put your riddle, that we may hear it. And he said to them, out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. And in the days they could not solve the riddle. On the fourth day they said to Samson's wife, Entice your husband to tell us what the riddle is, lest we burn you in your father's house with fire. Have you invited us here to impoverish us? And Samson's wife wept over him and said, You only hate me. You do not love me. You have put a riddle to my people, and you have not told me what it is. And he said to her, Behold, I have not told my father nor my mother. And shall I tell you? She wept before him the seven days that their feast lasted, and on the seventh day he told her because she pressed him hard. Then she told the riddle to her people, and the men of the city said to him on the seventh day before the sun went down, What is sweeter than honey? What is stronger than a lion? He said to them, If you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have found out my riddle. And the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon him, and he went down to Ashkelon, and struck down thirty men of the town, and took their spoil, and gave the garments to those who had told the riddle. In hot anger he went back to his father's house and Samson's wife was given to his companion, who had been his best man. What? Jeez That's what? What the heck? That's a little bananas. <clears throat> Hmm. Okay, I don't... Hey, I gotta read something. So, I guess after Samson killed his people, uh, his wife, who's a Philistine, was taken back by her father, and her father gave her to the guy that acted as Samson's best man, I guess another Philistine more treachery chapter 15 after some days at the time of weed of wheat harvest samson went to visit his wife with a young goat and he said i will go in to my wife in the chamber Uh, but her father would not allow him to go in and her father said i really thought that you utterly hated her so i gave her to your companion is not her younger sister more beautiful than she please take her instead and samson said to them this time i shall be innocent in regard to the philistines When I do them harm. So Samson went and caught three hundred foxes and took torches, and he returned them tail to tail and put a torch between each pair of tails. And when he had set fire to the torches, he let the foxes go into the standing grain of the Philistines and set fire to the stacked grain and the stacked grain as well as the olive orchards. Then the Philistines said, Who has done this? And they said, Samson, the son in law of the Timnite, because he has taken his wife and given her to his companion. And the Philistines came up and burned her and her father with fire, O oh, Lord. And Samson said to them, If this is what you do, I swear I will be avenged on you, and after that I will quit. And he struck them hip and thigh with a great blow, and he went down and stayed in the cleft of the rock of Edom. Then the Philistines came up and encamped in Judah and made a raid on Lehi. And the men of Judah said, Why have you come up against us? They said, We have come up to bind Samson, to do to him as he did to us. Then 3,000 men of Judah went down to the cleft of the rock of Etam, and said to Samson, Do you not know that the Philistines are rulers over us? What then is this that you have done to us? And he said to them, As they did to me, so I have done to them. And they have said to him, We have come down to bind you, that we may give you into the hands of the Philistines. And Samson said to them, Swear to me that you will not attack me yourselves. They said to him, No, we will only bind you and give you into their hands. We will surely not kill you. So they bound him with two new ropes and brought him up from the rock. Then he came to Lehi. The Philistines came shouting to meet him. Then the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon him, and the ropes that were on his arms became his flax that has caught fire, and his bonds melted off his hands. And he found a fresh jawbone of a donkey and put out his hand and took it. Uh, and with it he struck one thousand men. And Samson said, With the jawbone of a donkey... Heaps upon heaps, with the jawbone of a donkey, I have struck down a thousand men. As soon as he had finished speaking, he threw away the jawbone out of his hand, and that place was called Ramath-Lehi. And he was very thirsty, and he called upon the Lord and said, You have granted this great salvation by the hand of your servant. I shall now die of thirst and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised. And God split open the hollow place that is at Lehi, and water came out from it. And when he drank, his spirit returned, and he revived Therefore, the name of, the, of it was called En-Hakor. It as Ez-Lehi to this day, and he judged Israel in the days of the Philistines 20 years. So he was a judge for 20 years. You know, um, <laughs> one of the youth leaders I actually worked with, uh, what was his name? I'm not going to say it anyways. Um, yeah, I remember it. He had a heavy metal Christian rock band, and they <laughs> it was the greatest heavy metal Christian rock band I've ever heard. The greatest name. The name was called Jawbone Massacre from the story that's <laughs> so funny god I love that I mean I didn't know what the music was about but such, such a great name such a great name where are we Got a chapter we're gonna end on 16 let's see good timing looks good another sip oh boy Oh, Samson, what are you doing? Chapter 16. Samson went to Gaza, and there he saw a prostitute, and he went in to her. The Gazites were told, Samson has come here, and they surrounded the place, and set an ambush for him all night at the gate of the city. They kept quiet all night, saying, Let us wait till the light of the morning, then we will kill him. But Samson lay till midnight, and at midnight he arose and took hold of the doors of the gate of the city, and the two posts, and pulled them up, bar and all, and he put them on his shoulders... And carried, there's another weird noise outside. And carried them to the top of the hill that is in front of Hebron. After this he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Seduce him and see where his great strength lies. By what means we may overpower him, that we may bind him to humble him. And we will each give you eleven hundred pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies, and how you might be bound that one could subdue you. And Samson said to her, If they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings that have not been dried, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. Then the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven fresh bowstrings that had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Now she had now she had men lying in ambush in an inner chamber, and she said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he snapped the bowstrings as thread, Of flax snaps when it touches the fire so the secret of the strength was not known okay here's the first time delilah showed herself who she really was to samson first time i'm gonna gonna number them then delilah said to samson behold you have mocked me and told me lies please and this is called gaslighting children Uh, please tell me how you might be bound And he said to her, if they bind me with new ropes that have not been used, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. So Delilah took new ropes and bound him with them and said to him, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. The men lying in ambush were in an inner chamber, but he snapped the ropes off his arms like a thread. It's the second time. And when she said, you know, you mocked and you told me lies, um, that's gaslighting. It's like, yeah, but you tried to kill me, you know, so don't try and guilt me. Gaslighting in the Bible. Then Delilah said to Samson, "Until now, you have mocked me again, more ghastly, and told me lies. Tell me how you might be bound." And he said to her, "If you weave seven locks of my head with the web, uh, and fasten it tight in the pin, it shall, then I shall become weak and be like any other man." So while he slept again, it's the third time. Just already not down. <clears throat> so while he slept, Delilah took the seven locks of his head and wove them into the web. And she made them tight with a pin and said to them, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he awoke from the sleep and pulled away the pin, the loom, and the web. And she said to him, How can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me these three times, and you have not told me where your great strength lies. And when she pressed him hard with her words day after day and urged him, his soul was vexed to death. And he told her all his heart and said to her, A razor has never come upon my head. For I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If my head is shaved, then my strength will leave me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. So it's like the fourth time she's told him who she was. When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up again, for he has told me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hands. She made him sleep on her knees, and she called a man and had him shave off the seven locks of his head, then she began to torment him, and his then she began to torment him. And his strength left him, and she said, "The Philistines are upon you, Samson." And he awoke from his sleep and said, "I will go out at, as at other times and shake myself free." But he did not know that the Lord had left him. And see, Samson wasn't strong. The Lord made him strong. He wasn't like a Superman. The Lord would come upon him in the spirit and make him strong. And the Philistine seized him and gouged out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze shackles. And he ground at the mill in the prison, but the hair of his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. So four, I think four or five times, Delilah, and, and more than that, because Delilah kept asking and, and he, she vexed him so much that he's like, fine, I'll tell you. And after the second time, Samson should have been, you know what? Peace. Get out of here. And I'm going to finish this chapter, but it's interesting that, you know, Samson was a judge over Israel because Israel broke their covenant with God. Well, God made a covenant with Samson, which was broken. Um, And they're both going to get redeemed in the same way, Israel and Samson. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon, their God, and to rejoice. And they said, Our God has given Samson, our enemy, into our hand. When the people saw him they praised their God for they said our God has given our enemy into our hand the ravager of our country who has killed many of us and with their hearts and when their hearts were merry they said call Samson that he may entertain us so they called Samson out of the prison and he entertained them they made him stand between the pillars and Samson said to the young man who held him by the hand let me feel the pillars on which the house rests that I may lean against them now the house was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there. And on the roof there were about 3,000 men and women who looked on while Samson entertained. Then Samson called to the Lord and said, O Lord God, again, the Israelites." when the Israelites call on the Lord, the Lord answers and, and comes back to them. Now Samson's calling to the Lord as well. It's like a mini um, microcosm of sin, acknowledgement, and then calling out to God. Uh, O Lord God, please remember me and please strengthen me only this once. O God, that I may be avenged on the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson grasped the two middle pillars on which the house rested, and he leaned his weight against them as his right hand on the one and his left hand on the other. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. Then he bowed with all of his strength, and the house fell upon the lords and upon the people who were in it. So the dead whom he killed at his death were more than those whom he had killed during his life. that's a lot of people. Then his brothers and all his family came down and took him and brought him up and buried him between Zorah and Eshtol in the tomb of Manoah, his father. He had judged Israel 20 years. That is the story of Samson. Not that long of a story. I thought it would be longer. I thought it would be more chapters. um, It's a tragic story. Just close my eyeglasses. It's a tragic story, and I want you kids to really remember, and boys, of course, you know, don't let, actually all of you, don't let someone being attractive cloud your mind as to who they really are. You know, 42 right now, and there were so many girls in high school that were very, uh, like, superficially attractive, like, very attractive, and... I'll tell you more times than not. Like I, I've kept in touch with a lot of them, just through Facebook. I'm not trying to cheat on your mom. But I've kept in contact with a lot of them. Um, just through Facebook, see how they're doing. You know, sometimes I give them some legal advice and stuff. And, and they do not age well. They just don't. Your mom, on the other hand, who God has given me in marriage, she has aged like a vampire. And she doesn't even age. She looks amazing today. It's hard for me to get out of bed your mom was there. My God, there's a reason there's four of you. I'm extremely attracted to your mom. And even better than that, your mom's a Christian woman. She fears God. She's the Proverbs 31 wife that I pray that you boys uh, are blessed with and and you, my daughter, uh, become. And I'm sure you will. You're only 11 right now. And you're already on your way. You've already shown me so many times how honorable you are. It's lovely watching you. It's lovely watching you just all transform into the future adults I know you'll be. So Since about 4.30, I've only talked for about 30 minutes, I think. Let's see, how long are we I doing? 28 minutes. Um, it's a shorter podcast. Uh, what else? What other takeaways can I get from the Samson story? I'm hungry you know I I just love God fear him do as is instructed (laughs) my my father's favorite verse was um, I took a picture of it after my dad became a Christian like that night he gave his heart to the Lord he opened the Bible and he came to this verse. You know every, t- every time I finish up one of these podcasts I feel like, "Oh how do I end it? But um, I'm going to end it on another verse. This is my father's favorite verse, and, um, and we will eventually get to this, but it's the verse is, "Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king." First Peter 2:17. Always believe who people are when they show you. Love Jesus Christ with all your heart, mind, and soul. Be accepting of people and love them. And tell them about Jesus Christ. And sometimes, when all else fails, use words to tell them. And in everything you do, do it for the kingdom and the king. I love you.
1: my orphan heart was given a name. My morning grew quiet, my feet rose to dance. When death was arrested and my life began. Oh, your grace, so free, washes I'm a prisoner no more My shame was a ransom He faithfully bore He cancelled my death Rejoiced as though heaven had lost, but then Jesus.